0: joining in give me a second feel free to drop you guys' uh info hbcu drop your hbcu in the comment section what's up man what's
1: <laughs> good
0: good man thanks let i'm glad we're getting getting into this so uh yeah people starting to join in all right so uh like you said let's just start off with our introductions i'll introduce myself first and then uh you go and then we'll hop into the night man i'm excited <laughs> all right man <laughs> All right, uh, my name is Ronnell Miller-People. For those of you guys on, that don't know, I'm a North Carolina A&T graduate. Uh, been doing HBCU Startups now for a little over a year and a half. Uh, really uh, like to highlight the different businesses in our HBCU community, and that's our whole purpose. We help with marketing. We help people you know, with business strategy, et cetera. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Terrence.
1: Yeah, same thing. Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Terrence Caldwell. I'm a Tennessee State University graduate myself, Uh, my parents are HBCU graduates, and I started HBCU alum about a year ago myself. I wanted to focus on a lot of the students, alumni, faculty of the 101 HBCUs in the country and kind of broadcast some of their stories, uh, some of the traditions, some of their uh, news, because a lot of the Mainstream media doesn't really highlight a lot of those stories, and so I think a lot of our organizations are here, um, you know, on Instagram and on the social media platforms, trying to push out the the, the good content from the HBCU. So uh, I'm trying to do the same thing as well and
0: highlight some of those positive stories uh, that are impacting some of the schools that we love. Yep, great, great point. So yeah, you guys, people that are joining in, I uh, want to do something kind of different t- uh, tonight so if you guys went to hbc yourself or if you haven't just feel free to drop your school and you know uh, uh maybe a reason why you love your hbc or let's do something kind of fun like that Um uh,
1: yeah,
0: but yeah um, i'm gonna turn it over to you terrence you know for this uh for this first segment and then i'll hop on my segment next and what we're going to talk about for today Okay, and appreciate everybody for joining in. Uh, We wanted to do something highlighting HBCU News Mm -hmm.
1: and wanted to talk about some of the top stories that are impacting a lot of the historically black colleges and universities across the country. Um, A lot of the current hot topics that are affecting some of these schools. Talk about some of their alumni doing some positive things within the community as well. Talk about sports a little bit for a lot of people who are followers of different black college sports and uh, just talk about a couple of different positive alumni that we want to spotlight each segment that we have you know people who are alums of HBCUs who are doing some really great things business-wise or in the community or impacting so uh, we want to start off too with some hot topics and as everyone knows or if you don't know um, right now is critical time for Bennett College Mm -hmm. and if you're not familiar with Bennett. They're a historically black, all-female school uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina, founded in 1873. And uh, they had an enrollment, I would say, around 750 Back around 2009, we had a big fundraising initiative headlined by President Clinton and also uh, Oprah Winfrey at that point in time. I think they raised around $50 million. But uh, about a month and a half ago, they got some information from the sex community. Uh, and they're basically reassessing their accreditation. And they're saying a couple of things, that they're unstable with some of their finances. They're also saying uh, that they have inconsistencies in some of their uh, you know, management of money and their enrollment is unstable. It's dropped down to, I think, 469 students. Mm-hmm. And so all HBCUs definitely stand with Bennett right now. That's a big hashtag you might see around Uh, the Instagram and Facebook and Twitter going on right now. And the thing is that they need, I think, around three and a half million dollars left to raise before February 18th. That's the deadline that the SACS Committee has given to Bennett to reassess their accreditation. So what the big topic is, is we need a lot of news outlets, um, people of influence, Uh, you know, media personalities, celebrities, anyone, normal, you know, citizens or HBCU graduates, uh, if they can help and donate with this cause, I think, uh, you know, the the Miss Bennett College, uh, Brooke Kane, she's doing a great job of trying to publicize a lot of it to various outlets like Ebony, I think HBCU Pulse publicized her interview that she had that letter that she wrote Mm -hmm. and also trying to work with President uh, Dawkins there to try to raise some money. And so that's what everyone's focus has been. And they have about for 30 days to, to get that money at three and a half million. So definitely want everybody to stand with Bennett. And if you're not familiar with the topic, do some research on it as well. Um, and it's something that everyone should be a part of.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Terrence. Yeah, that's some that's some good points right there, people. Terrence is going over some real stuff. We need some influence. I want to just you know add in a little bit to that. Um, I did a post kind of similar, just speaking on Bennett, you know, personally, and I feel like one of our main issues is, is everyone gets caught up in their ecosystem regarding their specific HBCU that they attended and that's fine. But, uh, and I, you know, good, good uh, thing highlighting that North Carolina A&T missed and, you know, different people speaking up and, you know, trying to give their position and their stance to something that's a good cause. Bennett college has been producing women for, you know, over a hundred years black women professionals that you know have changed lives they've you know this has helped families and it feels sad that you know some of these current girls are going through this situation and I know it's a big thing right now with everybody saying supporting black women There's a real issue right here and a real call to action to stand with women and I feel like there's just a lack and I, I don't know if I'm really feeling that I feel like We have enough resources in our community, especially, you know, our buying power. We have over 300,000 students currently attending. That's not counting alumni. If we just give, if all those students gave $20, we're done. This conversation is over. I just feel like we're out organized. This is why it's good we have platforms that we have right now. We can push and move the culture and kind of connect those dots because it's important that we, you know, we start, you know, meeting our needs and things like that. With the, real, with the real cause and fundraising. You know, money moves things, and it's important that you guys, that we, you know, we be a little bit more organized and we support. So, uh, you know, great segment. I appreciate that, brother. Uh, but, yeah, you guys that are joining in, this is our first, you know, our first segment of HBCU News. We're really excited about this. I'm really excited, passionate. Uh, and if you guys joining in, that recently joined in, please drop your HBCU. Let's show love. And You know, Terrence just went over Stan with Bennett. Uh, this is... Yeah, uh, this is great. Yeah, Bennett College. is in Greensboro. Yes, yeah, great question. Yep.
1: Uh, and the thing is, too, everyone who's maybe not familiar with it, too, they have a cash app going on, too. It's basically the dollar sign stand with Bennett as well. If you could give out $5 or $10, um, all of that is being monitored by their alumni and, and their uh, board of regents that's they're trying to make sure that all those monies that are coming in from across the world are actually being,
0: being funded there as well to help with that cause. Cause, they have about three weeks and still, I think 1.6 million has been raised thus far, mm-hmm. and they still need about 3.4. So, um, help them come out with that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's do our part, people, and uh, share and, re- and uh, repost some of their content on their pages. It's uh, Bennett underscore that thing something like that on Instagram. But uh, yeah, all right, so next segment, uh, let's talk a little bit about you know, some stuff that's happened over the past week with some rumors. Uh, yeah, uh, Kamala Harris, you guys, look like she's gonna run, Howard graduate, uh, current senator of the state of California, U.S. senator. This is a big deal, you guys, if an, HBC, an HBCU grad is placing a bid on the United States pres- presidency. They're speaking of uh, that she may announce this upcoming weekend for MLK Weekend. this is a great time. I feel like that was a very so strategic move. Uh, what's your thoughts on it, man? I mean, it's it's exciting. Like,
1: <laughs> this is big, and, and everyone who don't know who doesn't know, I, I live in Georgia now in Atlanta, and we just had uh, a Spelman graduate um, run to try to win the the governorship here in Georgia. And so a lot of the you know, HBCU alums who are in the, the Georgia area were definitely trying to support and push and fundraise. Um, and now we're talking about big, big office. You know, it's, it's never been a president, one, African-American female, mm-hmm. two, uh, from a historically black college and on a, on a major ticket that we can all support. Um, a lot of people, especially, I'm speaking from a Democratic party, uh, a lot of people were looking at various uh, candidates from the election. and had concerns with either one. I think Kamala's a, a candidate that everyone can definitely get on board with, uh, mm-hmm. help her from a grassroots campaign early, uh, volunteer time and efforts, even if it's you disagree with some of her stance and some of her uh, you know policies that she
0: supports. I feel like she's a great candidate too uh, to get 2020 rolling because this administration, man, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not feeling it at all. At all, yeah. Man, yeah, drop drop comments here, you guys. So Please put your post notifications on. Go to Kamala Harris's page on Instagram, post notifications on, because once this ball drops, I think she may drop Friday. Who knows? You know, she went on, uh, what, yeah. Stephen Colbert show, I think, recently, too? Cool, cool. True, yeah. true,
1: She's trying to get the pub out there. I mean, you, and one thing that's funny, uh, you know, speaking, of, it's, it's Founders Day uh, for the Deltas right now. But as you know, she's an AKA. Um, went to Howard. She just had a press conference. Recently, uh, I think one of the Caucasian journalists said something to the fact that uh, when her, her, her sarars uh, welcomed her, they were screeching, right? <laughs> they were skewing, right? But the, but the journalists wrote that they were
0: screeching. This is the reason why we need more representation in journalism, guys. This is the reason why we need people who, are, who look like us to report the news, especially from our perspective. Because that was a funny story, and uh, I'm glad it came out before she announced it. to take, you know, don't take away the scheme from her announcement. But, right. man, guys, that was, that was silly. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I read it, and I was like, wait, am I reading this tweet correctly? I have to double back. You know, yeah, the double back sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's important that we really, you know, we start pushing the culture in terms of this. Thank you guys, you know, joining HBC you News. Know. This is great. Uh, But, yeah, Kamala Harris, this is a huge, huge deal, if you guys don't think it is. Like, this is very huge. Uh, Like you said, you disagree with her policies, but a lot of people, I don't agree right now with people, you know, first and foremost, being furloughed for this long, especially after the holidays. Oh man, Like, and I'm glad she's one of the people that are speaking, that's speaking out against it. It seems like people are really quiet on this issue, kind of. I don't see what's... Why people should be paid for the work that they do, especially government employees.
1: Absolutely, you got eight hundred thousand employees who didn't get a check or got a check with zero dollars on it last week. Um, this administration is a cluster. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I think that we need some type of fresh, progressive voice that's in the White House, especially from
0: the the segment of the demographics who is the most educated segment. In the United States right now, yeah. African-American females. Yeah. So I think that would be uh, excellent, too, to support her, um, get that news out when it comes out. Hopefully, if it, it breaks this weekend for MLK, that'd be great. Yeah, that will be great. So, yeah, that's that segment. Uh, let's turn it over to uh, sports now, Terrence. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, listen, I'm a big sports fan, right? And I've always been a big uh, HBCU uh, sports fan. I grew up in a college town and uh, followed, you know, MEAC, siac, for basically all my life. And I want to talk about basketball for a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, looking right at the MEAC right now, looking at some of the conference standings that's going on, Norfolk is is basically 3-0 in the conference right now. and and Central are basically tied for second, 2-1. Uh, and, and you look at the MEAC right now, every team in the MEAC has a losing record. Yeah, But in the <laughs> conference, it's an it's opportunity for, I would say, maybe – uh, one of those 3 uh, Norfolk or Central or Ant—to come pull that out. Um, looking at the SWAC as well, that's been a, a conference that Texas Southern has been running in basketball for the past couple of seasons. Uh, right now, everyone also has a losing record in the SWAC, uh, but Prairie View is at three and 0
0: and they're actually leading the conference. And I think UAPB is at two and O, and
1: Texas Southern is at two and one right now. So. Um, that's kind of getting into conference play to getting it started. Uh, honestly, I think the best team in HBCU basketball right now, D one or D two, is Morehouse. Mm, okay. I'm not sure has been following them. Um, they're thirteen and one and mm. seven and one in the conference, killing people. Yeah. I mean, blowing people out. Um, if you haven't had a chance to follow Morehouse basketball in the last couple of years, uh, they've definitely been balling. Uh, Tuskegee is doing pretty well as well. I think they're ten and five, and Miles is ten and four. And SIAC, so they're, they're doing pretty well as well. Where they're all chasing chasing Morehouse. And then, speaking of the CIAA, before I say this, I got two more years in Charlotte, guys. After that, um, the tournament's going to Baltimore. Uh, so, definitely enjoy Charlotte for these last two years of the CIAA. Uh, but right now, Virginia State's running that conference in terms of basketball, and they're doing quite well. I think they're 12 and 3, 4 0, in the conference, and Bowie State is doing uh, pretty, pretty decent as well. So uh, that's basketball, if you're a basketball fan. But what's been big is uh, NFL playoffs, yeah. what's going on. I know a lot of people watching that. And what is dope is that HBCUs have some great players in the league this year. You look at uh, a number of guys, uh, you know, all-pro first team, Darius Leonard, who I saw, I've been seeing, play ball since he was a uh, freshman. Uh, sophomore year at South Carolina State. He's uh, been balling, leading the NFL in tackles right now. Uh, you got his teammate, you know, Mm -hmm. Chester Rogers from Grambling, who
0: has been playing lights out. Everyone knows Tariq Cohen um, was was balling this year for the Bears
1: in the playoffs. Um, you got a lot of guys, you know, Andrew Levine from Tennessee State playing with the Ravens, who did well. Um, Looking at HBCU players, I think the number was 36. in many rosters to start off the year, Um, From HBCUs And I think the MIAC had 18 The SWAC had 6 players CIAA had 3 The SIAC had Mm -hmm. 1 Tennessee State also had 3 players in the league So a lot of the HBCUs Are producing talented uh, Pro Bowl type players I think you got 3 HBCU Pro Bowlers um, Armstead, uh, Cohen And Leonard From South Carolina State there that made the Pro Bowl, first or second team All-Pros. I mean, that's 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 impressive that you see that. Um, I think of all of the schools, the top three schools for South Carolina State, they have six players that are in the NFL. Um, I think it's South, uh, Tennessee State has three, and actually Norfolk State has three as well. Mm-hmm. Hampton has four. That's what it's, is. Hampton is, it is second at four. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a lot of big, big-time players – you know, like dominating players coming from HBCUs currently. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that and looking forward to, to basketball season and, and, and seeing how some of these teams play out. So that's football and basketball. A lot of good women's basketball going on, track and field season.
0: is, is getting going yeah. and uh, looking forward to some sports here. Yep. yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to track season too. I know HBCU, man, it's so many people, especially you know from yep. North Carolina, T, to Howard, to Hampton, the track. The track scene is just crazy right now. So yeah, you guys feel free to drop drop in. You you know uh what school you school you went to, classification year if you want, and uh you know we're just talking HBCU news. You guys, it's we're loving. It. It's been a great night so far. All right, um gonna jump into alumni. I want to highlight of the month. Uh, I got two. I got one, Nicole Tennyson. She's the founder of HBCU 20, 20 by 20. So this, this sister's mission is, is amazing. She wants to employ 20,000 HBCU grads grads into internships and careers. She has a partnership with the Accenture right now, which is cool. They got this network to network. I think I can show a flyer. Give me a second. But man, th- th- this sister's on fire. She's uh HBCU grad herself. Yeah, here's her, here's her stuff feature. You guys check this out, HBCU20X20 is an Instagram. But yeah, check out this post, you guys. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. But basically, she's already going to different HBCUs. She's touring, she's talking about what she's trying to do with her mission, her goals. Uh, network to network. That's her. She was someone from Accenture. This is Afro Tech that I believe that actually reposted this on her mission. So that's a big deal. We need HBCs in the tech space. You know, that's what what I like to get into. I know you like to get into a little bit too. So it's important that we get these jobs. You guys secure that funding. You know, it's all about going to school. It's all about getting that job. So this sister, is on fire right now. Uh, and she's actually in the Atlanta area too which is which is crazy yeah you should try to connect with her too Taryn she's doing some positive stuff out there in the community so you guys check it out HBC 20x20 follow follow uh, her business page on Instagram connect with that sister she may be coming to a city near you with the center uh, it's amazing man yeah and I, yeah and I have another sister I want to highlight uh, to DJ K. So this was reposted. You guys can't really see it too well here, but basically this is here at Apple. She's been working at Apple since she was in school. Now she's a creative pro there, which is a, which is a very huge deal. She's actually a Delta. So, you know, happy founders day again, like Tim saying to the Delta's out there, she's a Delta, North Carolina, AT and and she's a big DJ right now. She does traveling gigs across the country. Uh, really big with the next level agency that does a lot of the homecoming events uh, for North Carolina A&T homecomings. She killed the whole set this past homecoming. I went back there and, and, man, this sister's killing it on the DJ scene. Out there in the Charlotte area. So if you guys are out there in Charlotte, check her out. Book her for your next event. Uh, she's, she goes different places on the East Coast, like I said. So, yeah, check this sister out. She's doing some positive things. And, you know, it's in the tech tech scene as well. So uh, those are my two alumni I pretty much got for the night. Yep. No doubt, no doubt. Cool stuff. Oh, what was the name? N- Nicole, her name's Nicole. So yeah, reach out to her. She's pretty responsive. Uh, her website's on her page too, I believe. HBCU 28, 20, 20,000. She's trying to get 20,000 HBCU grads into, uh, into positions. That's very important. We need more people in the HR world. So doing some things for these students and these young alumni, you know, that are transitioning to new careers. This is, this is what it's about. I think that's really dope, and I'm to give some like some personal experience as well. Um, when I, in a previous position I was on at a
1: company that I was there, they didn't have any type of outreach to get HBCU graduates or a minority graduates, put it that way. Um, they were out in the Midwest, and they were attracted from Iowa, Missouri, uh, Kansas in that particular area, and so with exception of like Lincoln that was in uh, Jefferson City that it was close to Columbia. They didn't really have any outreach to get into any agency uh, internship. So that was something that we definitely tried. We went to AT, went to uh, Fort A&M, went to Tennessee State. Mm-hmm. I think they also went to Southern to do some recruiting to try to get some some um, engineers and some guys in tech and, and some ladies in tech uh, trying to get those recruits. So any type of internship, if you're a uh, students in class right now and you are in college, that's a a critical aspect to get before you graduate, the GPA is dope. But having that real world experience, trying to get internships is very critical. So whatever your uh, major is, definitely uh, try to get internships and actually link up with Nicole as well if you can. Yep, yep,
0: that's a good point. So yeah, you guys, you guys have any questions or anything uh, you guys wanna have? We're gonna try to make this a consistent thing. I know we're gonna try to do at least once a month so stay tuned. Uh yeah, we got some more important some more important stuff coming up with this. But uh yeah, you guys joining in now. You got anything else you want to add, add tonight, uh Terrence? No, I don't. I just
1: appreciate, you know, uh, you know, everyone tuning in, checking this out. We're trying to get some positive news out here about students, about alumni, keep everybody up to date with uh some some hot topics going on in our culture, trying to spread that out. And so we'll Try to keep it going and, 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 and uh, keep it uh, relevant to the information. Keep everybody up to date. So appreciate y'all tuning in.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, you guys. Uh, oh, another quick announcement. Get ready, you guys. We're going to move HBC News into a podcast. So stay tuned oh, for the update yeah, on that. This is about to be. It's coming. Wait, oh, I'm ready, man. I'm hyped. So, yeah, we're going. It's, it's
1: going to be live. I mean, the thing is, it's a lot of information that's out there, right? So yeah. mainstream doesn't tell your story. And we want to get that out there and something that you can listen to is quick, is relevant, keep you up to date, keep you abreast of what's going on, very resourceful, good, valuable content. So.
0: Yep. And if know. you guys have more in- information, any businesses you already know, send that stuff to us. We're going to be collecting the news data. We'll probably have a form for information. I'm going to try to make a way to segment stories uh, where people can submit stories to us, uh, be on the lookout for that. But yeah, the podcast. I'm excited. We're gonna move this stuff. So you know, we're gonna keep up with the Instagram Live platform so you guys can tune in and you know comment as we go. But yeah, we're excited. Uh, you know, anybody that like I see some people here in the comments, You guys, you know, showing love. Subgrind Legacy, Flower the Flowering of this concept. Thank you, Club 1964. Now they do some HBC work, nonprofit. Yeah, number one HR expert. Does some stuff in HR. Mint Green Info, HR. JSU alumni. Oh, JSU. Some JSU alumni have joined in for a chapter. That's what's up. Yeah, alumni chapters share this information up. We're looking to highlight different alumni. You know, reach out to us. Um, what's the? Okay, I answer that one. HR. Yeah, reach out to us. That's cool. Number one HR expert does some things and uh, HR. Oh yeah, been working with this sister. She does actually training and teaching people day to day operations in recruiting, in HR, compensation law, all that kind of stuff. The sister's, like, she she's basically given what you would do on day-to-day. And, of course, people can change it. They get certified, and they get uh, training. So check out that. She has an internship coming up, actually, remote internship. So this is good for students or, you know, people trying to transition in HR. You can do this remotely uh, on your time. So, yeah, check that out, people. Uh, that spring internship, I think she, she's been reaching out to me. Gonna be doing some stuff and uh and then probably in the next couple weeks. But yeah, uh, okay. but yeah. All right, y'all. Well, y'all have a, a good. Uh, we'll get that contact information to you there. Yeah. But um, appreciate the information. Y'all can follow us. Myself,
1: uh, HBC alum, Instagram. Uh, same thing, HBC alum on Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The HBC alum on Twitter and also check out our online site at the hbc alum so we're trying to keep the information fresh and relevant
0: guys Yep, fresh and relevant so reach out stay on stay tuned uh for that podcast I'm I'm hyped man this is a good first episode let's keep it going brother we're going we're going to do some good things this year <laughs>